Let's talk about Davos, Oscar nominations. And Real Palestine, as well as some really cool stuff that's coming up in the next week. This is Culture Bites coming to you from the national news. I'm Inas Tafari. And I am not Farah. I'm Man Jalal. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, yeah, we haven't got Farah here. No, she is traveling. She is a globetrotter this week. Where is she? Uh, Bhutan? Bhutan. That's how you yeah, say it, Yeah, right? she called me. She said she was stuck in Kathmandu. Oh, Wow. Which is something that she only yeah. Farah can do. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were talking about it before she left, and it sounds like a really cool trip. Because I don't know anything about Bhutan. I've never been, never heard of it. I mean, I'm very uncultured. Uh, I'm so, waiting for the article. So yes, the article is going to yeah. be good. And the images. And I told her to like keep posting things on Instagram so we can see. Yes, I can't wait. Yeah. And I feel like I can't really say much about her traveling because you guys held the fort. We held the fort last week, yeah. Last when you week. when you were traveling, when you were often me and, gallivanting, gallivanting. Me, Nar- <laughs> me and me and Narnia. Me and Farah were referring to your trip to you went to Narnia. Narnia, it w- it did feel like Narnia. Yeah, the it snow. was. I think at one point it hit minus fourteen. Oh my god! Ooh. You're lucky to have all that hair on your head. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't protect. Actually, I have a fun story about my hair. Oh, I went yeah. out. There was slightly damp hair. My curls froze. Really? Like yeah, icicles? actual icicle curls. Oh, it was so cold. Um, that's nuts. Yeah, it was mad. I, I, yeah, it was great, though. It was a good time. Uh, it was Davos, World Economic Forum, mm-hmm. very serious journalism. Um, lots of people like around like bumped into David Cameron. Wow. Jeff Titanic Bezos. guy. Yeah, yeah the Titanic yeah. <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> this is culture bites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we had, yeah, I bumped into loads of people. Wait, who's really James Cameron? No, David Cameron was yep. the old Prime Minister of the UK. Okay, that's why I got confused. So you mean the Prime... <laughs> okay, got it. Got it, okay. Yep, okay. So yeah, that was, it was fun. Him it and was... Anthony Bezos, he said. Bezos. Yeah, yeah. Jeff. At Jeff. See, <laughs> I have a thing with names, by the way. Anybody who knows me will know, like, I just have a thing with names. It's just, I just can't. Okay, so the Bezos guy, Amazon. The Bezos guy, Amazon. Yeah, you Wait, Are him. you good at faces then? Because I feel Excellent like it's one of the other. Excellent with faces. Really? And I remember, like, the most random details about someone's childhood that they happened to mention. Ask me their name. Who are you? I don't know what your name is. Ah, interesting. Yeah. I have a similar thing, but I'm bad with faces and names. Okay. (laughs) So you just don't know anyone. I just don't know anyone. But like, tell me a random story. Like, oh yeah, you went backpacking in Cuba. I remember that story. Yeah, yeah. And I remember the funny thing that happened. But yeah, bad with faces and names. It's weird the things we remember or choose to forget. I forget a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not get into the reasons why. Okay, so yeah. So far, I'll be back from Bataan hopefully soon. Um, I did manage to do some like cultural things while you were there while I was there um there was a lot of people I actually managed to interview Jane Goodall oh cool right so see I know that name I know who she is uh, the ones with the gorilla yes yes so she's, like, she's amazing oh, yeah. chimpanzees okay <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah she's amazing <laughs> yeah she's amazing and I think there was a lot of things going on in Davos which kind of like touched on arts culture environment which kind of like surround the world economic forum mm. but aren't like maybe what the center show is about got you so other than interviewing Jane um, I also managed to like catch a, like a, a showing, a showing of okay. a dance performance, a performance. Yeah. yeah. So our editor in chief, Mina Al Arabi, mm-hmm. was actually hosting the Turkish break dancer Yaman Akor, who is this kind of like formidable figure in the break dancing world. Like apparently, if you're in the break dancing you world, you know him. You know him. Okay. Like he's he's tall. the Beyonce. 
he's taught like Madonna. Like oh, he was really? on Madonna's tour. I think okay. he was on Beyonce's tour as well. He's like been on all these different tours. He's like the it man. He's been in the business for a really long time. He's like one of those like formidable figures in the breakdancing world. But he also does this like quite contemporary style. So he showcased a film which was supported by the World Economic Forum. And it was all about him in nature doing this kind of like abstract dance. Oh, Very cool. beautiful. If you do get the chance to like check it out. And he was... It was all improv. It was all kind of like in relation to nature. And he filmed it all in Iceland. And it's all oh, him amazing. by himself. That really nice. Really cool. So I'll definitely like try and put some pictures up. I don't know if we can do this in the fancy edit. But um, yeah, Yamanakor and his um, breakdance, which was inspired by the uh, 1999 earthquake, actually. In Turkey? Yeah, in Turkey. Oh. He was it's, a young man at the time. It's cool when there's like an intersection with culture and something very serious, like a business form. So that's kind of cool that they had that. Yeah, I yeah. thought so. I think yeah. it's nice when like, you know, these big things and like, the you know, world try and take note of actually how important culture is, arts and culture for changing opinions. Because I think people think, oh, yeah, World Economic Forum, we're all going to go there. We're going to do something like it's all business, business, money, 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 money. But like you do need to have alongside like art, exactly. environment, culture. Because what's the point of all the money, money, money? I mean, right. it could buy nice things. Yeah, but <laughs> but also helps fund culture and, and cool stuff yeah, like exactly, that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if I had lots of money, yeah. I would buy lots of art. <laughs> Probably why I don't have lots of money. <laughs> um, speaking of culture. Yes. We are somewhere different. Yes, we are. Yeah, speaking of the obvious, we didn't actually... We didn't actually talk about no, this. No, the most obvious thing. So we're in a temporary space because we are moving. We're moving. Their offices, the national offices are moving. Uh, and so we have this very funky, cool very um bucolic the word yeah, so lots oh, of, yeah i don't know what that, word word of the day bucolic so bucolic. like like nature inspired <laughs> nature inspired on your countryside. side there's a fern there yeah so it's very cool so if you're listening on uh the podcast what not on the podcast if you're listening on a podcast platform go on youtube and check out us you can see us you can see the ferns my hair you can see uh, your hair. hair my hair we both uh, got quite good hair, we, actually. Uh, um, by the way, this is a very well-engineered comb-over. I shouldn't oh, really be admitting this. Why are you admitting I this? I don't know. I had no I idea. No, really? I've known you for how long? I didn't know this. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's uh, oh. um, it's. I shouldn't be, be this you transparent. Shouldn't. Let's just cut... No, you can leave it on. It's fine. <laughs> I have no shame. But yeah, there's like a crystal ball situation happening there. So it's very well-engineered. But yeah, you can come see the crystal ball. Come see my well-engineered <laughs> comb-over. So just go on YouTube and see us. We need to talk about really, really quickly before yes. we move on to like the first story of the day, which is what like Farah and I normally do. But uh -huh. we need to talk about Netflix. Yes, our thoughts and feelings about Netflix. So they, you want to? No, you. Okay, because it's a big number. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's really shocking. <laughs> they have 8.8 .8 billion subscribers as of now, which has increased since a while ago because of the show The Crown, which I don't oh, watch. I don't watch it either. And The Killer. Killer, killers, which I don't watch anything with murder, I tend to avoid. And also because they put a crackdown on password sharing. That's the big one, right? That's, the, that's probably the big one. And this is what has, you know, ruined my life because I was just watching Netflix <laughs> from so my sister's account. So you're one of the people. Yeah, I'm a scrounger. Is that what they call them? Like a sponger? Sponge. Sponge, a sponger. So I just sponge off other people's passwords. And so when they did this, my sister freaked out. She's like, you're getting your own account. So the producers just called us at 8.8 .8 billion. Apparently that's more pop more than the well, population. The population, the, no, 
Earth. But so it's the revenue. It's the revenue. Okay. So their money has gone up to 8.8 billion. And that's, you're part of the reason because now you're giving, reason. you're giving My your money. My hard, hard-earned cash is paying for Netflix to be the biggest streamer platform in the world, probably. Don't call and me like before that. that, you were just sponging it off of people. I was people. just sponging it off people, as Have one does. To, like, it wasn't everyone. I but was, listen, I want to say something about Netflix. Sorry go. to like take over. But when they first launched, they were like, hey guys, just share each other's passwords. It's fine. That was like part oh, of their marketing no. thing. So it was like, we're the fun, cool, we're the cool aunt, we're the cool uncle, you know? But now they're like, no, we are the stepmom and you're going to do what I say. Which is, you know, it's good for them. Harsh. Not great for I mean, me. We all need a bit of... We do. Behavioral control, control we do. right? Yeah, we do. We do. We need, to be, we need to be put on our place. So it's fine. But it's, also it's, they it's, tanked though, because I remember like watching the rise and falls of, fall of Netflix. So That sounds like a documentary by Netflix. It, it, it probably, <laughs> probably is. But like there was a, this moment where everyone was like, okay, Netflix, Love Film. I was actually a subscriber to Love Film. Do you remember Love Film? No. <gasps> Oh was that like a streaming platform? Back. No, this was, oh, I'm really showing my age now. Okay. Forget about your comb over. <laughs> <laughs> no, so there used to be this platform called Love Film and you could rent three DVDs or two DVDs and you'd send them back and then they'd send the next oh, one on your physical. list. Physical ones, wow. yeah. Because, Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think back in the day. Hey, have you watched those films at the moment about Doomsday? Apparently we're all meant to be collecting libraries again. Oh, we have an article out about that, actually, on yeah. the original, about what you should collect every week, yeah. books, movies, anyway. Yeah. Because we should, right? Because, we should be, like, for sure. In case, you know, Something the internet happens. stops. Yeah. Y2K. Y2K, right? Mm. But yeah, I used to have these like for DVDs, and then you'd send them back, and then you'd get another load of DVDs. And apparently that love film became Netflix. Oh. And then Netflix became just streaming, and they just were like, right, streaming's the future, and they just went all in on streaming. That's so that's fascinating. Yep. And, and everyone now, else was like, nah, that's never going to kick off. Yeah. And now look. And now Apple, um, what's the other one? Disney. Amazon, Disney. Everyone's trying to do it at OSM Plus. Look, it's great for us as, as you know, we get to choose and yeah. see where we want to put our money in. Or just keep sponging off people. Which I, I'm not advocating to do, but, you know. You still do. I still do every now and then. <laughs> Speaking of. Here so we go let's for move the segue. on then. Yeah, go on. Do you do your segue? What's my segue? My segue is films, streaming. If you actually want to see a film in real life yeah in the physical world what do you mean by in real life like it performed in front of me as a play no I mean like out of your <laughs> out of your house okay out yeah. of the fantasy of your home cinema in the cinema Ooh. yeah go to Real, real Palestine which is mm. the Palestinian film festival which is happening in Cinema Akil in Esakal Avenue yes it's on until February the do you know do I know February, February the, well, it's, it runs until February the 4th February the 4th. So it's running until February the 4th. And there are like, I think, 12 feature films, a bunch of short films. There's also workshops happening uh, for like people who are interested in film. And the theme this year yeah. is resilience. Yeah. Uh, following on from what's happening in, in mm. Gaza. So there's two films that are happening that I want to just highlight. Yes. The first one is called The Teacher. It's directed by Farah Tablusi. It's a feature film and it's about um, a man who is a teacher of, um, it's set in Palestine, a man who's a teacher and he's trying to sort of convince one of his students from doing something very reckless and crazy um, as a response to like revenge, um, while also getting to know a volunteer from the West and her sort of realizing what's actually happening in, in Palestine. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of interesting layers in the film happening. Um, if you haven't seen the trailer, check it out on YouTube. And this isn't the first time they've done this. The the 
the real, the real but, yeah. But, no, 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 no. This is not the first time. I'm not sure. So what it's year not this just is. because of the because no. Of the war. This is a this is an annual yearly film festival that focuses for ten years on Palestine. Uh, it's happening in Esther Avenue, so it's all Palestinian films and documentaries. Um, what's really cool about it as well is that they also have like. Um, a market in front of Cinemaki mm. with lots of like Palestinian inspired um, goods or sort of like Palestinian designers. Or, nice. Yeah. So it's like, so there's a really cool documentary everybody should watch as well. It's called Bye Bye uh, Tibrayas and it's by Lina Soalem. Another female director. Yes, another female director. Lovely. She's a documentary director and her mother. So the, the documentary is about her mother, Hayam, Hayam Abbas. So the documentary is about her mother, Hayam Abbas, who's an actress from Succession, as well as Rami. Yes. She plays the mother, I think, in Rami. Yes, Rami yes, yes. So I, the, I really like her. Oh, uh, you do? She's okay. an amazing actress. She's a great actress. So the, the, the documentary is about her, mm. the actress, the mother, going back to her village in Palestine, which she left to move to France um, to be an actress. And it's about her sort of reconnecting with the different generations of women who lived in, that, in, their, in their village. Beautiful. So it sounds, uh, the trailer looks amazing. Talking of female directors, mm -hmm. we need to move on to the Oscars. Like yeah. that is the big, big news, story, right? The it's week. the big story of the week is the Oscar nominations came out this week and we've got the first time ever an mm. Arab woman has been nominated twice. This yeah. is not her first rodeo. No. This is her second time now she's been nominated. And um, Tunisia Kothar uh, Ben Hania, she's done a docu-fiction uh, hybrid called Four Daughters, which is up for best documentary feature film at the Academy Awards, which is really, which is really cool. It's really exciting. I'm so glad that finally, like, I know we've had like, I mean, as a Jordanian, Thebe getting nominated mm. um, quite a while ago now. I think it was like 2014. I interviewed him at the time, the director. He was brilliant. Did yeah, you? the film's amazing. The film the, is actually yeah. one of my favorite yeah, yeah. films of all time. That's great. Um, obviously, as a Jordanian, I feel like a connection to seeing yeah. what I did um, on the big screen. Yeah. But like, I think um, it's really nice that there's more. Um, like acknowledgement happening for Arab fil filmmakers, especially female filmmakers, because someone has been snubbed. Yes, at the Oscars. Someone has been snubbed and it is blowing up online. Yeah. And if you haven't heard about Greta Gerwig not getting a nomination for the hit, the huge sensation that was Barbie last year. Yeah. Um, people are like very divided over this. How do you how do you feel? Come on. Well, people are annoyed that Greta and and Margot Robbie, who played Barbie, were not nominated. I think that it's weird that she hasn't been nominated. It's I think weird. It's strange because, like, I mean, I thought the film was good. Like, I wasn't like obsessed with it like everybody else was. But I think if anything, you can say it was great, a great, direct, wonderfully directed film. Yeah. I don't really think the script was that well written, but I think That's as a directed, direction, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. So I found that surprising. I'm not really surprised that Margot Robbie wasn't nominated because, like, I guess compared to Ryan Gosling, like maybe his his character had more of an arc in the film. I don't I, yeah, know. Yeah, I feel like he had more of an arc. I mean, we're going to be so unpopular. Please don't cancel us. No, don't. Please I'm don't cancel us. I'm not saying she was us. bad, but yeah. I'm saying it's not Oscar, wasn't as Oscar worthy as. Yeah, I feel like with Margot, it's kind of hard, right, to put in personality into a plastic doll, mm -hmm. right, who's confused about being a plastic doll. Um, I felt like it was hard to relate to her. Mm -hmm. Like even as a woman, like, you know, I just, I don't relate to Barbie, mm. right? Full stop. So I was like, mm. but I did think that Greta definitely deserved at least a nod at the Oscars. But she had it's the, nuts. she had a really successful film, probably the most successful, one of the most successful films of all time. Mm -hmm. um, okay, they had amazing marketing budget, but mm. like, let's not get that in the way. No, but like, yeah. you know, it was really, it entertained a lot of people. 
Like, why, why not give her a nod? And there's only one female director on the list for best director. Okay. So it's like mainly men yet again. Well, this brings me to a bigger question, which is like, which is why I'm not so annoyed about Greta not being nominated. Because I'm like, what is really the point of the Oscars or any of these award mm. shows? I mean, I enjoy award shows for the entertainment value. Like, like you said, Barbie was a huge hit. Yeah. It was like a cultural, like, pivot. Yeah. So I'm like, when your movie is that big and you it's that successful, how much, I'm just curious, how much does it matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It That's doesn't what matter. I'm saying, right? So I'm like, like... I don't. I wonder if Greta even cares because she's quite mature. Like her responses in the past to criticism around Barbie yeah. have been very good and very mature. Yeah, she went on Radio Four. That's the wrong she, word to use, but it's, it's it's been very like balanced. Yeah, you know, she went on Radio Four and she said like, you know, I made a film. Like she kind of like bounced back, but in a really subtle way. Yeah. Very Greta of her, I suppose. Like it's interesting you say about like you know successful films. Like not all successful films have won Oscars. No. Like, famously was it Groundhog Day didn't get even like a nomination Love that film. and yet it's part of our cultural exactly. like, existence like if we have a feeling we're like oh it's like Groundhog Day and even that how many movies that were huge Oscar winners mm. and I've never seen them will yeah. I see all these nominated this year probably not no it's not on Netflix not gonna watch it you yeah know? <laughs> so Barbie don't worry don't worry fine. like it's it's fine like Greta if you're sad which I'm sure you're probably not don't be sad. <laughs> You'll be fine. Also, she's going to be di directing um, Nar the Narnia films. I think I spoke <gasps> about that before. Like, oh my God, they're going to bring them back? You didn't know? No. Yes. She's, so she has been slated to direct those films. I can't wait. Which, oh, no, wait. Maybe if you have said this. I, I probably did. But um, I think it's really interesting that she's doing that. I wonder yeah. how she'll approach it. So that's exciting. Like, Barbie's in the past, okay? Let's yeah, the future. let's all move Narnia. on. Narnia. <laughs> and you were there last week. <laughs> in Switzerland. In Switzerland. No, but I think there is something to talk about. So going back to the actual award shows, mm -hmm. your memes on Instagram, like, give me life. Thank you. And I know you're really, you're so good at like pulling together and like pulling apart what people's reactions and how they, you know, who gets nominated, who wins and all of this stuff. Um, this year, we've got Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy again. Kimmel. So for those of you guys who don't know who Jimmy Kimmel is, he's a, he's like a ho he's the host of the Oscars this year, and he is like a late night show. He's the other Jimmy. There's Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. Yes, and so he's the other Jimmy. Or don't you feel like Jimmy. Fallon's a bit more famous worldwide? Fam Fallon is more famous, but he's more annoying. So yeah. Kimmel is more likable and more safe and okay. more famous in America than he is famous worldwide. Mm. Um, but he is like a safe bet for a host. He's kind of boring. Just a is tad boring. Boy. Yeah, he's very boring. Do you not like him? I don't not like him, but I'm like, he just, he his humor is very specific to a very specific, it's like vanilla boring. ice cream that's gluten-free and dairy-free. I'm just saying free. it loudly now. Yeah. <laughs> so when, it's really interesting because when we were doing like a bit of research, research yeah. we, were like, well, researchers. we were like, well, the Oscars, last Oscars, obviously Chris Rock got a smack. Wait, was that last Wait, Oscars? Or it Oscars? wasn't last Oscars it because was, yeah. it was Again, the Oscar before because the last Oscars, it was Jimmy. And we forgot. And we forgot. So what does that tell you? So maybe we need to not have Jimmy. So I have a thought about the host. About okay, who should it. host. Who should host it? Because I think like the Oscars have to think. We need to attract Gen Z. So they need to do mm. one of three things. Either get like a super controversial host, Dave Chappelle, Ricky Gervais, or what's that guy? Did Ricky Gervais has done it? No, he's done Golden Globes. Or <gasps> he's Emmys. never done the Oscars. No, he's never done the Oscars. Oh, okay. Who's that guy? The young guy who dated Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. So, oh, that would be you'd fun. be interesting, right? Do you think that the young, the, the youth of the day? Yes, they'd be like, oh, yeah. what's his name again? I forgot already. Pete. Pete Davidson. Davidson. <laughs> I was gonna say Pete Chappelle. <laughs> My God. Okay, so Dave Chappelle or Pete Davidson? 
I wish I Dave, was faking this. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. I think they would be interesting. Controversial, right? It's funny how you say um, Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle is obviously like almost my parents' generation. But people Love know him. him. He young, is so young, much yeah, fun. People, He's one of my no. favorite comedians. Or they should go for someone safe but entertaining like Tina Fey or Amy Poehler. They did the Golden Globes or the Emmys before and they're, Together, funny, they're funny and they're good. They're really funny. Yeah. Or they should go really old school. And do, do you remember Whoopi Goldberg and Billy Crystal doing the Oscar, hosting the Oscars? I'm too young. The, <laughs> they were, I laughed. <laughs> they were amazing. They would like, for each segment, they would dress up as part that of the movie. They would cut, like, Billy Crystal dressed up as Kate Winslet from Titanic and like jumped yes. out of the, like, just make it just fun. Just get the SNL guys to yes, do it. Yes, do something do like SNL. out there crazy. But like, do you think that would make great memes? This is what Your I'm thinking about. Would be on fire. This is all I'm thinking about. What is the meme content? Because no one really cares who wins anymore. It's interesting because Ricky Gervais keeps going round and round in like on internet for yeah. like for like you know calling the out. That he made for yeah. Golden Globes, yeah. For, Golden Globes. He'd like just call out everybody. He brought yeah. up Epstein. Epstein, Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah. And he was just like, he's not my friend. He's yeah. yours. Yeah. Like he was really great. controversial. Um yeah, they probably don't want him there. No, they don't. I think like the Oscars <laughs> are having like an identity crisis. Like, do we want to be cool or do we want to be like old glamour classic Hollywood that nobody cares about anymore? Or we just be Jimmy, who's not any Who is like, yeah, he's like in the in-between. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Why don't I think we could bring back a Brit? Put in Graham Norton. He's fun. Oh, he's, and wait, he's Graham a bit Norton. of everything. Yes, yes he's good. The he's Irish good. guy. Yeah, yeah, I know him. I know, know the him. show Graham Norton. It's great. Maybe it's, it's a great. bit too British. No, 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 it's Do not. Do you think, like, people he, know was, him. he was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and that's like super mainstream. Ah. Once you're on that show, that means people know you. So people know him. As long as yeah, it's not Graham James Norton. Corden, then yes. everyone's happy. Oh my God, don't get me started. Okay. But Kevin Hart, <laughs> he really wanted to do it. Yes. And then a tweet from 2011 emerged. That he already apologized for. Oh. Came out. And then and then they, the, I think the Oscars asked him to apologize. And he was like, look, I've apologized like 10 times about this. I'm out. Wow. So, I wonder if he'd do it. Like it was apparently, I mean, Dave Chappelle talks about it in one of his comedy stand-ups that like it was his biggest dream ever. That's all he ever wanted to do. About Kevin Hart? Yeah, that yeah. Kevin Hart only like he went into his showbiz and he was like, one day I'll do the Oscars. But then again, a, a full circle moment, like the Oscars, do they even matter now? Like Kevin Hart is one of the most popular, famous, well-paid comedians mm, in the world. Like mm. he has sold out shows. He has, you know, movies. Like people hear his mm. name and they just associate him with a million things. Does it really matter? That he's, but if someone invited me to the Oscars, I would literally run. Yeah, I would go just <laughs> just to observe and for the for the meme of it all. But I don't really, I don't know. I just think for actors, like who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Well, you heard it here first, guys. Man, who cares about the Oscars? <laughs> <laughs> there is a man <laughs> who doesn't care about the Oscars. Yeah. But I will be watching and I'll be creating content and reporting on it for the National, which is Yay! very important. So, yeah. So everybody, yeah, just. Be sure to Follow watch us. out for your meme content. Um, and our national arts. And the national and the, yeah, arts and culture yeah, page, which will have Instagram. everything from like the delights that people will, will be wearing on the red carpet. Yeah, of course. To Very important. The most important part, I would say, of the Oscars. Best picture, who cares? Or the red carpet, really important. Mm. Yeah. Moving on. So now we're going to go to your normal segment where you tell oh. me what to do. Okay, in the yes. town. Man what of, do I do in... I was going to say man of the hour. Man I'm, about town. I always... Yeah, sorry. I, I man about like town. When we started this, it was all about like me learning where to go, what to do. I'm coming up to a year now in the UAE. Do you feel like you've learned anything? I do. I have learned loads. Like okay. I've... Such as? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Putting you on the spot now. I don't do well in exams, man. <laughs> one, 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 one takeaway, one learning. One learning. 
Uh, yeah, definitely enjoy the winter. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I was thinking more, like more arts and culture. Oh, learning. like more arts okay. and culture. Not Dubai, but that's a good Dubai one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I, I actually have really enjoyed nature. Oh. Uh, I know that's not away from a bit from arts and culture. Yeah, but, but it's, it re- reminds us of our bucolic oh, yeah. background, nature. Yeah. Yeah. So just like enjoy nature and just like try and be in nature as much as possible. Mm. And the parks are just delightful. And they actually have lots of like outside exhibitions going on in the parks. So there's Umar Marat Park in Abu Dhabi. There's like beautiful like fountains, sculptural fountains that you can just walk around with, like mm. inscribed with poetry. Like I would say like these are my favorite places at the moment in the winter. Um, this weekend as well, uh, go to Dai Dubai, which is in Expo mm. uh, City. Expo, yeah, Expo City. So it's the Light Festival. I mentioned it last week, but I'm just reminding listeners if they forgot. Like, it's you can go. There's 70 Marathi artists doing amazing light art, uh, and it's very immersive. I'm going to go to a preview tomorrow, so I can talk about that next week. Nice. Tomorrow's Friday, right? Yeah. So I will go and tell everybody about that. So it's very cool. So check it out. Nice. But aside from that, this weekend I'm also going to Hamilton. <gasps> So that is really cool. You guys interviewed Hamilton. Um, yes, Farah interviewed him last week. Nice. And uh, I'm excited because I've never seen the show. I've heard about it. It's like a huge thing. Are you a musical fan? I love musicals live. I don't like musicals on the screen. Um, I don't like musicals. Uh, but live is good because they, you know, you can hear them sing. Like, no, I'm not a fan. But you like concerts. So it just... It's different though, isn't it? It's different. It's not like, you know, someone just being like, oh, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to sit down in my chair. (laughs) Go, my stand over there. Well, there's different kinds of musicals, right? There's the ones where they sing the whole time, like Les Miserables, which is like a bit... Too much. It's intense. Maybe that's what I'm always judging them against. I like the ones where they're like, they're talking and then they sing and then they talk and then they sing. Yeah. So like Is it moving the story along? Is it moving the story along? You know, or yeah. is it just singing for singing's sake? Like, we get it, you can sing. Yeah. yeah. But everybody loves Hamilton. Everybody and it's loves... amazing that it's coming. And you're going to be in Abu Dhabi. I'm going to be in Abu Dhabi to watch it. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I will report back on my first experience of Hamilton. But for those people in Dubai, you have to go to Al Quds Arts Fest, nice. which is happening this weekend, 27th, 28th. It's on from 8.30 a.m. 8 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. So what it is, is... That's interesting. What it is, is it's a music (laughs) festival with art and food and like a marketplace. It's been happening for like around 11 years, I think. And every year it gets bigger and better and more interesting. There's a couple of new art shows opening there from Carbon 12. They're like Big House is going to be there. Big House is going to be there. He's like a um, hip hop DJ DJ from Saudi. Check it. I know. I'm actually I think, I you think that I interviewed him once. Oh, hello. I, I should say I think I, I did. I only know that because I saw that his name was repeated on the uh, on both days. On both right? days, yeah. He's but for those of you days. who don't know who know who don't know me, I actually don't know much about like cool music stuff. So I wrote a list down of interesting musical people who will be there. Um, there will be Mar- Marciba, um, Stick No Bills, um, Usha J, Amina Ben Sauda, the Sin Sin. Synaptic and friends. So he's nice. a very cool Arab rapper. Um, DJ Patchouli, Rust, and a whole bunch of other people. So the reason why I suggest everybody go and check them out is because I went last year mm. and it was the first time I saw and was introduced to this guy that everybody knows now called Saint Levant, which we yeah. have spoken about before. We've so, spoken about Yeah, so he is an Arab Palestinian, Serbian, French, Algeri- Algerian. He's like a mix of mix. a whole... Yes, he is a, a mixture of things. And he raps in all of these languages. Um, he raps in... He speaks like Arabic, English, French. French in, in one song. You know, in so one song. if you're trilingual, wonderful. If you're bilingual, okay. If you're one lingual, what's going on? Yeah. But, you you're know, lost. You're lost. You use subtitles. But listen, he... Um, 
he definitely knows how to make a crowd excited. Yeah. So I definitely experienced that the last year. The ladies like him. The ladies like him. It's, it's, <laughs> it's interesting. Um, his vibe is interesting. His aesthetic is interesting. Yeah. It's not my aesthetic or vibe. I, but... I think he looks really cool. He was on the front cover of GQ recently. And okay. um, earlier, la- well, late last year. He won GQ Man, Man of the year. year in France and yeah. in Middle East. He I was think. nodded to in the GQ Middle East. I think I think it's Martez that won. Oh, the so, no, I'm talking last year. Oh, last year. Last year. So yeah, he's, I think he's quite an interesting figure. He is. But in- what's interesting is he, regionally, El Quz Arts Fest. And then next year, he's going to be in Coachella. So <gasps> what a cool art Step. career. Yes. So what I'm saying is go to Uncle's Arts Fest this weekend. You never know who's going to be in Coachella next year. You can be like, I, I saw him or them or her yes. first at, um, at Uncle's Arts Fest. I love that. Isn't that cool? I love seeing artists first. Yes, like exactly. Being like being part of that crew. Like, like, yeah, I know. I know yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I saw like, well, this is again showing my age. I saw a block party with like two other, well, I, I say two. I don't know who that is. They were like an indie group. Oh, uh, okay. They, they got quite big actually in the UK, but I remember seeing them in like a, a pub in Bedford. Oh, like just 10 people. And oh. they were like playing and we were like, whoa, they're in a pub in Bedford. You know, I used to be a huge concert goer when I was younger. And what I don't know happened? what changed. I don't know. I think is I just got noisy? Some of Maybe. I think it's I just got old. Like I've seen <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers, Placebo, Cranberries. <gasps> Placebo was, was my guy? first ever gig. Oh, really? Look at us. I, I We've met- got a little... Venn diagrams emerging. I met the guy, whatever his name was. Brian. Yes. Uh, walking down the street in New Zealand. I Did like, you? Oh, I just saw your show. Yeah. Look at this, our little Venn diagram. I think that was This my is first definitely not going to overlap when Farah comes back with her. Taylor Swift? Very much Taylor Swift music That's cool taste. As well, you know. No, it is cool. Yeah. But like, I think you and I, we have like a, I think in a that, history. Yes. In that phase of my life, I was into that, but now I'm not into any of that. But it's cool. I feel like you're the kind of guy with your pocket handkerchief would listen to Chopin. It's Chopin's pocket square. Pocket square. Is it called a pocket square? Yeah, because a, a handkerchief you blow oh, you into blow it, you into would it. never blow into this. Okay, sorry. Yeah, just <laughs> but wait a second. But so do you now? Do you just listen to Mozart, Beethoven, Chopin? No, I, I like those. I like classical. I like music, but mostly eighties, nineties music. Like I like, you know, okay. um, what's his name? Of course, I forgot his name. Yeah. How can I live Did without you? you? Um, tell me. How- oh, I'm not gonna sing. Uh, you know what's his name? You guys know the guy with the big hair. I love Michael Bolton. I listen to him all the okay. time. I like Michael Bolton. I like Winnie Houston. I like, okay, you fine. know, those big powerhouse singers. Ah, you yeah. should have come with us to Mariah. I'm a big fan. I saw her live in Dubai as well. So okay. yeah, yeah. So she, okay, she's fine cool. then. Yeah. Okay, fine. We'll have to find another gig that we go to. Yes. The last gig I went to actually was Justin Timberlake and that was not fun. I, I think that's what Justin. put me off concerts. It was, yeah, he was a bit, he came to the UK, to London. Was it that tour? I don't know. He was Rock in Abu Dhabi and he was like, I'm bringing sexy back. I was like, no, that you're was not. It. I'm leaving. Yeah. That was it. Like, <laughs> you he haven't. Was, he was dancing and panting and sweating. And this is before the Britney memoir, before like mm. everybody going off him. I was like, what is going on? Like, how is this like, guy stop. ever famous? Just make trolls. Yeah. My children would just be like, make trolls now. Oh, trolls. Yes, of course. Because he does that. His biggest hit, him and Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, She's yes. around, isn't she? Somewhere. Somewhere. Lost. Uh, <laughs> um, but aside from Al-Quds Arts Fest, so an exhibition everybody should see, which I checked out last weekend, is one of my favorite artists, Hazem Harab. He's a Palestinian artist. He's showing his work at Tabari Art Space in DIFC. Nice. It is a kind of like a retrospective. So a lot of his work from 1999 until 2023 is on show. Mm. Uh, and the running theme in all his work is this uh, is Palestine. He's Palestinian, like I said. He's actually from Gaza. And he wow. created an amazing um, body of work for Abu Dhabi Art called Dystopia is Not a Noun, which was in reaction to what was happening in Gaza at that time when his family were 
in Gaza during the bombings. Wow. So some of those pieces from that work is a part of the show. But what's so interesting is that you see throughout his um, practice since 1999, his... Um, the materials he uses are different. He's done photo collage. He's done documentation. He's done like painting, charcoal on drawing. And, but you see the theme is always the same, this idea of figuring out, exploring, understanding his Palestinian heritage, his Palestinian identity, what it means to be Palestinian right now. He's using like um, Palestinian iconography. So like the watermelon or like mosques from Palestine or Palestinian like um, foliage, like all different mm. representations of Palestine to make sure that he revives and, and sort of keeps it alive mm. in his art. And beautiful. The, it sounds it's really, really stunning. It's really yeah. stunning to see all of his, like a big portion of his work from different parts mm. of his career. And his latest work is called is, is made with this material called Gauss Gauss mm-hmm. Gauss Gauss. It is a it's a material that is um, you use when you sort of have um, burn marks or you get mm-hmm. burnt. And it's also sculpture sculptors use it when they're using when, as a material for sculpture. Mm-hmm. And he's used it in this really interesting way on paper to make it look like human bodies. So yeah, you'll see like a figure emerging out of it. And it's sort of like a, almost like a 3D version of his drawings of dystopia is not a noun. So you see these semblance of bodies kind of floating and it makes you connect to why people use this material when people are injured or they've had burnt marks. And again, relates to what's happening in, Mm. in Gaza right now, because like I said, he's from Gaza. So it's a very beautiful, intense, interesting show to watch. And just to see that a Palestinian artist has spent his you know his career thus far exploring his passing identity in so many different facets so i highly suggest you guys go check that out stunning and that's at dif difc it's nice. on to february 11th okay and now i see you've brought a prop with you yes i have a prop this is such a mad thing to do it is a book yeah no politico <laughs> Politica, so Politica by Yumana Kasab. So I wrote an article, Mm -hmm. which I talked about on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago. Hand me the book. Um, It's very beautiful. It is. It's a very, it's a stunning artwork on it. Um, So I wrote an article a couple of weeks ago about the books you should get excited about in 2024. Yes. Uh, So every month there's like a book coming out that people, I think people should read. And this is the first one. Mm -hmm. So um, the book Politica by Yumana Kasab, she is a Lebanese Australian uh, writer. She has done something really difficult to do in this book. So it's a literary novel, meaning that um, it's kind of like, it's a real study in character as opposed to like, this happens and this happens and ooh, exciting incident and this happens. So it's set in an unnamed country region that is going through a a type of revolution. All the characters have Arab or I guess Muslim names. And what she does that's very interesting is even though she doesn't really specify what the where the what what the region is, what the actual conflict is about, and just focuses on the people who are immersed in the conflict. So it's like whether it's um, families or married couples or mm-hmm. fathers and life happening, regardless of that, you, you it feels relatable in mm-hmm. the sense that you can understand the context without knowing the details, which is really difficult to do. Um, as a writer. And what I'll do is I just want to read the first sentence because that's how I judge the first, a a good book. Is that how you do it? Yeah. Whenever I pick up a book, I'll read the first first, sentence, first paragraph. And then you'll just judge it. If it grips me, I'm like, oh, I have to read the rest. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I don't do that. What do you do? Judge it by its cover. Okay. That's probably, I mean, Mm. if you're going to judge a book by a cover, (laughs) this is the book to judge. It's the stunning cover. No, it's a really stunning cover. No, I don't actually do that all the time. I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you read the back blurb, right? I read the black, 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 black,
for those of you who aren't writers, like the most difficult thing in a novel is the first sentence. Politica, I'm going to read you guys just the first sentence. Okay. So the first chapter is called The Line About the East. And the first sentence goes, what did school matter when there was a war going on? Question mark. So if you read that, you're like, what does school matter when a war is going on? I have to keep reading. So that was a good line. This is my pick for people to pick for this up. Week. You can buy it online or in it's available. Can I just it's borrow out. yours? Yes, for sure. You can borrow mine after I'm done with it. I'm about halfway through. Okay, fine. Yeah. And you're enjoying it so far? I'm enjoying it and I'm going to interview the author, which I'm very excited Ooh. about. So I'll write a review and interview with her. So yeah. Beautiful. Where is she based? Australia. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, no, definitely. I need to, that's one of my, oh, so lame. New Year's resolution. No, it's fine. It's read good. more. Mine is to go to the gym. It's not going to happen. See, but, I already yeah. do that. I oh, don't read do? though, but we just need to like, maybe as one it's person. It's fine. Stay at the gym. I don't want to go. <laughs> You can stick with your gym stuff. I will just read. <laughs> I'll work out my eyes. You can, you can keep <laughs> and my reading and I'll just keep going to yeah. the gym. <laughs> yeah. But I will try. I will try. That's it for today. Thank you so much for watching or listening. And if you like this episode and how dare you not like this episode, you have to follow us on Instagram and listen to us on wherever podcasts are available. Right? Yeah. Subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe. All that stuff. Tell your friends. Can you tell that this is not my normal gig? See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>